Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford, and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. I am so, so excited to have the gorgeous Kagi Dunlop with us today. So Kagi, if you don't know, is a singer, podcast host of the Saturn Returns podcast and TV personality known for being in Channel 4's Made in Chelsea. The Saturn Returns podcast explores the challenges and opportunities that come with change and our individual quests for authenticity. The podcast aims to bring calm and clarity during times of transition underpinned by the astrological transit known as your Saturn return. Welcome to the show, Kagi. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, amazing. How are you doing? I'm good. I just got back from a holiday, which was really lovely. Just very quiet family time. And I do feel like, I don't know, you know, when you come back and you're sort of rested and ready to go, but then there's like a thousand things opening up. I just open up all my mail and I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) but um I'm feeling good I'm feeling good thanks you need a holiday from your holiday I totally get it (laughs) no I don't but you know I'm someone when I check out I find it hard to check back in if that makes sense yeah and then it's almost like the daunting of the inbox and everything and you're like where do I even start (laughs) exactly I feel like I get overwhelmed quite easily so yeah but it's good you know summer summer vibes I'm happy Amen to that. Well, I'm so excited to talk all things Saturn return with you today because we haven't actually covered this on the podcast yet. And I'm actually going through my first Saturn return at the moment as well. So I'm so excited to hear all of your wisdom you've got to share with us today. But first of all, before we dive into that, one question I love to ask every guest who comes on is when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? 
I mean, I always sort of feel that spiritual awakenings are often all sort of run synonymously with rock bottom. So when everyone's like going through a bit of a dark night of the soul rock bottom, I'm always like, oh, this is an exciting time. So I would say that it was, but it wasn't like one moment. I would say I was all, I've always been a spiritual person, but I disengaged from that aspect of myself throughout my 20s, I guess, even as early as my teens, because it just wasn't really encouraged or it didn't feel like it was I don't know I didn't feel like I was in a community that really cultivated that and then when I moved to LA when I was 27 I you know I broke up with someone that I'd been with for a while and there was sort of a clear trajectory that I we could have gone down and then I just went through this very strange I guess dark night of the soul period where I felt very lonely. I felt very confused. I felt very isolated. All the sort of coping strategies I'd had throughout my 20s just weren't sufficing anymore. And yeah, I guess that was sort of my spiritual awakening, but it wasn't one clear moment. It was a collection of moments. And if I were to pinpoint it on one, you know, more concrete moment in time, it was when I actually came back from LA and was still feeling sort of lost in the void and a friend of mine that I'd been at school with she was in the year above me reached out and said she was running these um, retreats and she'd invited me on one and I'd sort of it hadn't felt like the right time to go and then she invited me on another one and I was sort of at a bit of a crisis point so I just thought okay why not and you know historically the retreats I'd been to had been more health conscious sort of green juices and and yoga which is amazing and I love those but this was not like this was not like that and this was not what I expected and I really resisted when I first got there because I felt my ego kind of took over and was like I don't want to be here this is not for me it was a sort of deep dive into you know shadow aspects of yourself personal development on you know on steroids and I you know eventually um surrendered to it and that was probably a big big turning point for me Mm, I love that and like you say your Saturn return was that key moment where you thought right what's happening it's all coming to the forefront it's all coming up like I said you made that big move you've come back so it feels like so much happened in that time frame and so much so many pivotal things and I feel like when I first started hearing about Saturn Returns um there was always like this fear behind it but it always seems like big things are gonna happen and like big changes and I think for some people it definitely can be and it can be really like almost like life truck moments where it's sliding doors and like you say whether it's a relationship ending whether it's moving whether it's discovering yourself healing you know inner work coming up it feels really like a lot of us well all of us obviously go through this but it feels like a lot of us really do have these big big shifts and changes so it's amazing that um yeah that that was your collective awakening as such and that's brought so much incredibleness to your work as well because now you obviously teach it which is awesome so yeah I mean I would say so much happened and nothing it actually sort of the years preceding my Saturn return it felt like nothing was happening and that was part of the problem um 
so you know before we go through our Saturn return we have our progressed lunar return which Nora the astrologer for Saturn return speaks about this as a sort of a time where a lot of things come undone and a lot of our emotional wounds come to the surface um and in that space I, I don't know it felt like there was a lot of space at that time a lot of things that I had to to process and then my Saturn return it's it was sort of like prepares you for your Saturn return and my Saturn return itself was like it fell over the time of of a relationship actually and that was when everything then suddenly sped up sort of after that mm. makes sense and I didn't know about the kind of pre what did you call it the lunar um breast lunar return yeah I didn't know about that but that makes total sense even for myself like when you're saying that I was like oh my god that that definitely happened for me as well so um incredible well let's get on to the good stuff then so what is a Saturn return and when did you first learn about this so a Saturn return is something that happens when Saturn the planet returns to the same place in the sky it was when you were born so if you look at your birth chart and if you um you can see where Saturn is and Saturn as a planet takes about 30 years to orbit back to that place in the sky. So people often say, oh, can my Saturn return come early or can it come becoming late? And no, it doesn't really work like that because, you know, the way planets move is mathematical in that sense. It's you can't rush it or slow it down. Um, and they say in astrology, Saturn is a planet I mean it's got a sort of perhaps like negative connotation because it's about karma it's about responsibility it's about discipline um it's associated with the father so it's got quite a lot of authority around it and your Saturn return is kind of viewed as, you know, people are like Saturn phobic about it because it can abruptly change everything in your life. And people, it's a, it's a very turbulent time. Um, but my whole philosophy on it is like, it's the ultimate teacher and it's only there to, to encourage you to be the, like, I don't want to say the best version of yourself because I feel like that gets used so much, but it kind of strips away what's not meant for you. And it also strips away the way you've been behaving or living or patterns that aren't actually in your best interest. And I think we all, through life, through trauma, through experiences, we just pick up these patterns of behaving and these defensive strategies for life that actually can be quite, you know, counterproductive to our, to our happiness. And so I always think Saturn kind of brings those things to the forefront. So we actually have to face the obstacles or face our demons head on. Um, so yeah, your Saturn return, it lasts for about two and a half years. It's supposed to be, it's a like a cosmic coming of age where we get a bit of perhaps a rude awakening into adulthood if we have not been living in a Saturnian fashion so far. So for some people, if they are, depending on their chart and depending on how they've been living for the last 30 years, if it's a sort of reap what you sow situation. So if you've been disciplined, living authentically, it can mean a promotion. It can mean marriage. 
um, solidifying what's already at play. But if you have been living more recklessly, um, <clears throat> which I say I would, I was, it can be uh, a bit of a shock to the system, let's say. <laughs> I think that's a really good way to put it, a shock to the system. <laughs> Um, and I think as well like you say there's quite a lot of fear-based stuff out there sometimes I know when I first started hearing about it it was like oh you know your life's going to be turned upside down but like you say it really depends on where it is in your chart and how you've been living before that like I spiritually awakened when I was 23 24 so for me I was like yeah like what on earth can Saturn teach me by this point oh boy how I was wrong When I hit 27, it was almost like this, this clock had struck as such. And just from there, it was like, I couldn't go back. And I walked away from a really negative relationship for good. I wanted to work on myself, like tons of inner work came up, trauma came up. I mean, it was literally like, as soon as I hit 27, boom. And I didn't really expect it to be that abrupt or like that obvious but it really really was and still now I'm nearly two years into it now I'm turning 29 next month um I'm still feeling it 100% not as intense not as um abrupt as such and like really positive things have happened throughout this time as well like I've really come into myself more and really sort of like not grown up as in like grow up but you know what I mean like come into my adult self more and you know who I am it's it's really an initiation into adulthood but you might be going have gone through your progress lunar return and actually going into your Saturn return and I actually I I think from my personal experience that was harder um but you kind of need these you know my view is you need these experiences and these for lack of a better word hardships in order to be more refined as a person I think we like this idea that we can just arrive spiritually awakened and, and yeah. like everything just be easy and breezy. And, and that's the sort of thing, I guess, about my love affair with Saturn is that actually retrospectively looking back, I can see like all those trouble spots or all those difficult situations were so important and necessary for me because I just wasn't very Saturnian as a person. I didn't really embody any of those principles very well. And that was, you know, to my own demise often throughout my 20s. Um, And, you know, I think we should always remember that I don't think, I I don't know if bar perhaps a few we ever like fully spiritually awaken. I think it's it's a gradual process of uncovering and discovering and remembering constantly as we go. And I think when we, we think we have it all figured out, that's usually where shit gets crazy <laughs> like and the universe would be like no no you don't <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you feel like right I've mastered this the universe is like right now let's move on to this next lesson definitely so um, yeah it- well like you will see it in relationships when someone's on their own you know I've definitely experienced this myself when you're like I have everything figured out I know who I am blah 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 and then you get in a relationship and it's just this mirror to all of this unhealed stuff. And that's why, you know, relationships are the greatest container for our personal development. We, we, I, I'm really against the sort of notion that we have to be to love ourselves and 
be content independently before finding another I actually think relationships the right ones obviously are such a source of healing and, and growth amen to that so what is the purpose of a Saturn return and when do we go through them in life so we go through them in your late 20s depending on your chart but it will be sort of um between 28 and 31 and it lasts for about two and a half years it like I've talked to Nora about this because it gets a little bit confusing as to why it's two and a half years because actually if it retrogrades it goes out of the house and comes back out of the sign and comes back in so that's when it gets a little bit more detailed but I mean I guess the purpose of it is to initiate into adulthood we go through Saturn squares and Saturn transits so if you look back at your life even though your Saturn return is like the big one and usually that's where people put the most attention if they if they know about it if they're learning about it but you know Saturn has seasons and cycles of seven so much like we do on earth their Saturn seasons are seven years um so if you look back at your life at those moments, we're going to have 7, 14, 21. They're quite formative, pivotal times where we have, I guess, a visit from Saturn and we'll bring up the same theme. So like if you look at authority, which is a big one, when we're 14, we're sort of rubbing up against authority figures in our life, testing the boundaries. We think we have autonomy or we want it, but we we don't really, we haven't like mastered our own maturity. Um, and then at 21 again, that's when, you know, we can be very rebellious. We think we have, we think we're adults, you know, we want to be, but also we're just sort of, it's like coming off stabilizers. We don't really know what we're doing. And then your Saturn return, I guess, is your kind of big push. And then you have another one, approaching 60 which is the next initiation into the next phase of life so it's kind of about preparing you for that next stage and I think whether you look at it astrologically or not everyone well not everyone but a lot of people I've spoken to when they are people are very um afraid of turning 30 there's a lot of pressure around that and if we just take off the astrology piece for a moment within society especially for women for men in a different way, but for women in terms of we have certain expectations that we think we're supposed to meet by 30. And so before our 30th birthday, we often get met with a lot of regret, unrealized expectations where we thought our life was going to be and the reality of where it's at. And Saturn is very much about bringing things into reality so you know like Neptune for example is very much like fantasy ethereal realms whereas Saturn is like grounded is it rooted and so I think that that kind of is why we experience that feeling and then a lot of people say when they're in their 30s you know almost as soon as they turn 30 they just suddenly feel this release um like they're out they're through the other side and I think that that's the the beautiful thing about your Saturn return and you don't really understand it I think until you're through 
the other side and you have that vantage point to be like oh yeah I'm really glad all of that stuff happened because you you want your life to be a sort of a to b straight trajectory right and we're like okay if I behave this way and that's what I want I'll just walk towards that and I'll get there and that'll be it and Saturn or the universe whatever you want to call it just kind of will throw a wrecking ball in that path and throw Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Are you completely off course? And it's very easy because I did this a lot at the time to be in a bit of a victimhood mode about it. But it re- I truly believe that it's actually for your best interest and for your becoming. So you just kind of got to flow with it. I went slightly off mm. topic from what you asked, but. No, but it was amazing because it's so true. And I think, you know, I made my 30 before 30 list a few months ago. And I think even since I've done that, I've like felt this pressure, like you say, of like, oh God, 30. And a hundred percent the societal thoughts have come up for me of like, where should I be? Does that mean I'm gonna start aging? Does that mean I'm not like relevant or young anymore? Like all these stupid things, which are so silly, but we all feel, we all feel. And I think it's a really important reminder of no matter what age whether you're going into your second 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 Saturn return and you're turning 60 for example you know that comes with again even more feelings as you kind of go into that next stage of your life so um yeah it's great it's great to hear from your perspective obviously like the fears I'm having you know are normal and that you know when I do turn 30 you know I will be able to look back and be like right all of that made total sense all of that, you know, was absolutely, and I agree, everything happens for the highest good. Everything happens to teach us something or bless us. And I feel like the Saturn return is that ultimate lesson of like, okay, you think you know what you want. Let's walk that talk. 
this is how you're going to get to that place but it may not be in the way that you think or in the linear fashion which we all want like you say that step a to b process um sometimes there is a few little curves in the road and ups and downs in that to get where you want to be so i think that's really really important so i'd love to know kagi what was your biggest lesson during your first saturn return I think it was probably that it was just, you know, I try, I think I was desperately trying to control everything and living in this living from a place of fear and, you know, to go back to everything you just mentioned about the real pressures of turning 30. I, now I view it as like, I'm like, okay, how much of these feelings and thoughts mine versus how much of it is, conditioning or you know system being living in the system of the patriarchy that we have to have these things figured out and if we don't we're sort of discarded by society in some way because I know that sounds quite dramatic but I think that's how a lot of women feel and that's how a lot of the sort of narratives go round Whereas I try and view it now, I'm like, I can literally do whatever I want, whenever I want. Whereas before I was 30, it felt like the window of opportunity was closing before my very eyes to do all these things. As if like life suddenly narrowed so dramatically when I turned 30 as a woman that, you know, career opportunities, because that's what we're fed constantly, especially in the entertainment industry. It's like, oh, but you're too old to do that or like oh but you haven't started that so you can't possibly do it now oh you haven't found a partner oh that's going to be really hard like if we actually think about how much of that is fed to us on a daily basis within the media film whatever it might be so it takes a lot of personal sovereignty to actually step away from that and be like is that actually true and is that actually true for me and when you start dismantling that it can become very empowering but so to go back to your question one of the biggest lessons you know I I was in a relationship um at 29 to 30 and I, I sort of thought because of again what everyone else was doing it was like okay well timing wise this is probably it even though I felt probably not happy in that relationship if I'm really honest with myself there was we weren't really compatible for each other um and then when that all sort of came crumbling I I just had to kind of relinquish control I was like okay did not see that end coming the way especially the way that it did and I just went off on my own and just really was like I'm just gonna in invest in my own healing and really commit to my to myself and just trust that everything is going to unfold as it as it's meant to because I think that was the first moment as well and that that kind of for me demonstrated that the work that I had done was paying off because through a lot of my 20s I lived in a very what if mentality like what if I'd done that instead I should have taken that road why didn't I go down that now that opportunity's gone now this won't ever happen for me constantly berating myself and and feeling like a victim of life and once I realized that and had that self-awareness around it and started doing the necessary work when my relationship ended I didn't fall back into that pattern and that's when I was like okay and that for me was like the ultimate test from Saturn it was like 
are you going to go back to that behavior even and it was almost like a a lot of people would a lot of people would have just been like oh this has happened to me you know woe is me sort of thing but I was just like no I'm going to kind of be grateful for this and I'm just going to move with it and so I try and maintain that philosophy I'm not going to say I'm always perfect with it and some of course sometimes like my self-doubt gets the better of me but that was probably the biggest thing that I took from it and you know to trust in the unfolding of things even if it's not going in your favor because Mm -hmm. it will just be taking you to somewhere you didn't expect or you didn't know was possible but I do believe that it will be a better place for you. Mm. So true and I think we always try to control things don't we like we're such beings of control, whether it's controlling situations, controlling, like you say, of like, I have it all figured out um, or controlling over relationships and things like that. And I think Saturn, like you say, is just so important for going with the flow, like being detached, but also optimistic. Also, you know, being present and enjoying life, but also living from that place of non-attachment where we're like, okay, I trust that what's for my highest good is going to find me. I trust that what's meant for me will will come and will be in my life. But also we don't know how things could pan out in every single aspect of our life. We can't predict everything. And like you say, I really feel like Saturn is that, that teacher as such of you're going to learn to go with the flow. You're going to learn to surrender and you're going to learn what it means to surrender as a whole. And I think when we can live from that space, like it's, oh my God, it's so much more freeing when you feel like that weight's been lifted off you and you feel like, okay, I can navigate things from this space better rather than a space of control and a space of things having to be how you originally thought they were or how we originally thought they looked so yeah I love what you said there because um it's such an important reminder for people and I think one of um, my biggest lessons definitely as well really yeah <laughs> surrendering has been continuous of I'm a Virgo sun sign so you're a Virgo. I was going to ask yeah. what. Okay, so you like control. <laughs> like everything, be just so. I my um Sydney who works with me is a Virgo, so I understand. I like love Virgos in my life because I am chaotic and very unorganized. So, what yeah. sun sign are you? I'm a Taurus. Ah, interesting. Taurus, Pisces, Moon, Libra rising. Love it. Love it. I'm a Virgo sun, Aries rising, Aquarius moon. So um, a bit of fiery energy behind the Virgo as well, which makes the control sometimes even worse. But um, yeah, definitely surrendering into it. Definitely letting go. So how can we use our Saturn return as a roadmap for life? What are your top tips? It's a great question. Um, so I, it's my sort of philosophy that your Saturn return is a great opportunity to start cultivating um, perhaps characteristics or practices or whatever it might be that you didn't embody before. And as much as they will feel very foreign and uncomfortable at the beginning, once we start mastering them and understanding the importance of them, we can begin the journey of self-mastery and you know self-actualization so I think that the key ones for me and and it will be slightly dependent on your chart 
Um, so, you know, I highly recommend people go and look up their chart and have a read because it's just a fascinating thing to get a better insight into your into yourself, into your psyche. And yeah, if you have your time of birth, that helps a lot as well. But for me, autonomy, authority, responsibility, discipline, emancipation, self-actualization. I would love if I had it a bit more pre um, prepared, but those were like the key moments. And I've, I've been writing a book at the moment that I kind of, through just exploring my own journey, I was like, those are the key ones that come out. And although they don't feel very, they feel quite heavy. Saturn can often feel quite heavy. And a lot of, a lot of its lessons are, but the sort of paradox with that is actually they, once we embody them, they create more freedom. They create more creativity. So if we can learn to be disciplined with our day, let's say, let's just bring it, you know, into a kind of daily routine and be mindful with how we're spending our time and our energy, we then can create more space for the things that bring us joy. So that's a sort of, you know, I think as a creative person, I've always romanticized this idea that I just would, you know, have a week to just create. And actually it doesn't really work that way. We need to kind of, because, you know, the reality is we have very real pressures and things that we need to do. So if we can be um, practical with that and disciplined with our mind, body, spirit, making sure that we're carving out time to do the things that ground us, you know, because again, we live in a culture that's very prone to numbing, whether that's social media, going to the pub, um, just being around people all the time. I think it's a really important thing to just create a bit of space. And autonomy is ultimately like what we're navigating in our Saturn return. It's like that, you know, ability to stand in our own truth. And that is inevitably going to be a painful thing because we might be in a community or friendship circles that don't feel empowering anymore, that don't encourage us to be authentically ourselves. And there's a lot of pain in that because we have to step into the unknown. We have to leave who we thought we were, the community we thought we belonged to, and there's a real threat in that because as, as human beings, we, we need a sense of belonging. We need tribes. So I think trusting that we will find our community, but also to have the strength to, to embark on a path that's perhaps looks a little lonely in order to do that. And authority is like such a big theme because... And that kind of ties into emancipation from perhaps family figures because, you know, we all, we all have complex family dynamics. We all have families. Um, and they play such a big role in this because we're so programmed to please our families or to, you know, our behaviour is modelled on theirs, whether that's conscious or otherwise. And so when we address that, we can authorize ourselves to behave differently, to 
have a di different model. And that is challenging because so much of it is just programmed into us from such a young age. Um, and yeah, to take responsibility for ourselves. You know, that is when we step out of victimhood mentality and actually take ownership over our lives and the role we play in everything. It can be very empowering, but it's not without its difficulties because when we take responsibility, we realize that the blame has nowhere to fall but onto us. When we take responsibility for ourselves, we also have to take responsibility for the consequences of our actions. We can't project them um, or deflect them onto other people. So, you know, all things run even. And I think with all these things, it's there's like a lot of hard lessons within them. But I think when we navigate it and we come out the other side, we hopefully are a more refined, truthful version of ourselves, which is both you know, evolving into something, but also coming back home to something that was always there. Mm, I love that. Beautiful. Thank you for those top tips. And yeah, I feel like that returning back to home is so important because they're like you say, you know, throughout life, we experience limiting beliefs, fears, traumas, experiences, all that detach us from our truth, from unconditional love, from our true essence. And like you say, that Saturn's almost like bringing it all back in and being like, remember who you are. Like, how can you become, like you say, that refined version of yourself that is living more authentically? and does feel truer to you and your version of what your best life looks like or what your manifestations and desires look like. So um, I can't wait for the book now. That sounds really exciting. When's it out? That is, I haven't actually announced it, but I keep talking about it because it's like, it's such a long process, the whole thing, but it will be out early next year. Amazing. But I'll be announcing it soon. Well, my last question to you today then, Kagi, is what is one piece of life advice that you'd like to leave my lovely listeners with today? The only wrong step is not taking one. Mm. This is something I kind of learned the hard way because throughout my 20s, I became in a sort of paralyzing state of not knowing what direction to go in. And so I didn't go in any direction at all. I sort of stood motionless and frozen for a while. And that created a lot of pain because it made me feel like I was being left behind. And the truth is like, we're all going at our own paces, our own directions. And that's something that's hard as we leave the sort of structure of school, of university, even, you know, careers in our early 20s, they kind of are on an even keel. And then everyone just kind of goes off in different, at different momentums. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, so what I would encourage your listeners to do is just try things out to not feel like a paralyzing sense of what if it's the wrong thing to do? Because I th- I believe that if we can kind of learn to dedicate ourselves to something it doesn't matter if it's not right it will reveal itself to not be right but then it will show you what is right for you and ultimately we need to cultivate those kind of principles because we can't just like land on it straight away so even if you feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing just know that you'll be learning something very beneficial from it um and just take that leap of faith or that little step whatever it might be because it's all about the experiences and it's all about the journey at the end of the day love it it's all about the journey not the destination beautiful so where can my lovely listeners find you Kagi, if they want to learn more about your work and your podcast so if they want to listen to the podcast they can find saturn returns with Kagi on all streaming platforms and we have a live show happening at the end of the summer on the 3rd of September in London at Cadogan Hall. Um, and yeah, they can follow me on Instagram at Kaggy's World, Saturn Returns Co. On Instagram as well. And yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for having me. And I will put clickable links to Kagi's work in the description below. So you've got some nice, easy, accessible links too. But thank you so much, Kagi, for coming on today. It's been such a joy speaking to you. I've learned so much from this about my own SATA returns. So I can't wait for the book to come out next year. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's been so great. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. So thank you so much gorgeous souls for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed Kagi and I's conversation. As always you can find a clickable link to Kagi's work in the description below and if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos or anything else that I have to offer you can find it all on my website emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you are up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love.